Welcome to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Joyous conversations about what the afterlife evidence and modern science combine to tell us is true about our one reality. You have nothing to fear. You are eternal and you are perfectly loved. Knowing the truth changes everything. Now, here's Roberta. Welcome to Seek Reality. I'm Roberta Grimes and I'm so happy you're with us today. I am blessed to receive many emails from Seek Reality listeners, and some of these correspondents feel as I do. They ask when we can again hear from certain of our favorite guests. So I'm so happy to say that Carol and Mikey Morgan are back with us today for the 18th time. Mikey Morgan last lived on Earth in a material body in the 1600s. At that time, he attained what we, I think, probably was the upper fifth level of the afterlife. That's usually when we stop incarnating. And that it, basically, at that point, we've learned enough, we've grown enough, that we can continue to develop without having to come back into these material bodies and go through the hard stuff. We can, we can continue our growth in what we could think of as the afterlife, although it's really our real life. But as time passed, the being who became Mikey Morgan became more and more concerned about the way things were going on Earth, as he should have been, as we are. And he wanted to come back here and help us if he could. So he did what to beings of his very elevated rank would be considered to be an almost unthinkable sacrifice. He took another Earth lifetime that began in 1987 and ended in 2007 when he was just 20 years old. He wanted to familiarize himself again with life on earth so he could speak to us with the help of his mother, Carol, in a voice and in the idiom of a modern American young man. He wanted to be able to teach us and to help us to learn and to grow spiritually at this very difficult and very important time in the life of the earth. Now, I know what you're thinking. Oh, this really is a pretty amazing story, and maybe it's too amazing to be believed, right? You know, when I first met Carol Morgan, and I think it's about 10 years ago now, it wasn't long after she had lost her son, and (laughs) I'm sorry, Carol, I didn't really believe her story either, but she was a grieving mother, and I met her at an afterlife conference. I didn't want to hurt her feelings, so I tested her claims about her son. I was operating a discussion forum called Afterlife Forums at the time, and while Carol herself was really clueless about the afterlife, I watched Mikey answer hundreds of afterlife questions without making a single, even little, little mistake. In fact, it soon became pretty clear to me that Mikey knew more about the afterlife than I did. And I had, by this point, I've spent more than 50 years studying, really, really studying the topic. At this point, I consider Mikey Morgan to be my go-to expert on the thorniest afterlife questions. Carol and Mikey, welcome. I'm so happy to have you back with us again today. Thanks, Roberta. Thanks for having us back on. Again, we always enjoy this program. (laughs) I I know it feels odd to people that I'm talking to really two people, even though I'm talking to one person. But at this this point, we're pretty, pretty used to it. The three of us are. How have you both been, by the way? I know you are are retired. I think 
Mikey is never going to be retired, but but you're are you having are you enjoying your retirement, Carol? Oh, very much so. I uh, this summer I probably kayaked forty times on the Saint Croix <laughs> River. We, you, so, wait, where do you go to kayak? Well, literally on the river, uh, I kayak the the main river here in Hudson, Wisconsin, and I that's probably one of my favorite things to do. It's just so peaceful being out in nature and on the water and with the eagles and the egrets and the wildlife. I mean, it's just uh, it's a very spiritual experience for me, and I. Uh, you know, I, I can hear Mikey telepathically. And so I just, it's, it's a good con- connection for me. And I like to do that on a regular basis, certainly in the summer. It's a little chilly now, but the last time I went was October 5th, which is pretty darn good for up in these parts. So, cause okay. it's pretty chilly now here. Well, so one thing you said there will fascinate people. You said you can hear Mikey telepathically. Are you always sort of chatting with him? Very um, often. I, I am. I, you know, I communicate with him a lot. I still always use the pendulum, certainly uh, for questions that I'm asked in regards to things in the spiritual world. But I do communicate with him telepathically. And, you know, um, oh, I saw this on uh, this description of telepathy on I forget what uh, site what uh, social media thing I was on, but I'm going to read this because I actually think this is a very good definition of telepathy or how I communicate with Mikey. So it said uh, telepathy is not a voice in the head. Telepathy or telepathy is the alignment of frequencies between two souls in order to communicate with each other. Telepathy is soul technology. So it's kind of, you know, everything is energy. And so it's kind of how we match up, you know, our thoughts and, and, and that's kind of how you communicate. And so I thought that was an interesting definition anyway, that I had read, <clears throat> but I do hear that's him. Fascinating. So how does it, do you, do you, is it his voice? You actually hear it, like hear his voice I in your mind? I hear his voice of like how he sounded when he was here on earth. Actually, he sounds the same to me, you know? So, I mean, I, you know, it's like we're talking in our head and, you know, I would tell, I always tell people, you know, when they lose a loved one and, I'll have people say to me, you know, I felt like I heard their voice. I'm like, well, you probably really did hear their voice and don't doubt it because, you know, we all have these different types of connections. It's our spiritual right. And so when you hear this type of thing in your head, I wouldn't doubt it because chances are you actually could be hearing your loved one. You know, I mean, it's it's an interesting phenomena. And, um, you know, this description, this gal who did this description, she, you know, said soul technology, which it kind of actually is, I guess you could, you could look at it that way, you know. That's a wonderful thing. What, what a comfort that is that, that you're telling us about this. So it's almost as if he never left. It really it's, it's, I told someone the other day, I said, you know, he's actually closer than he was when he was here in the physical because, you know, he was off to college and everything when 
the accident occurred. But honestly, now I can, I call for him and I can hear him. I mean, it's pretty much almost instantaneous. And so it's, you know, it's, he describes it to me as it's channeling, you know, I'm channeling him, but it's, it's really easy for me now, you know, but it, I practiced, but, you know, even before I learned the pendulum, there were times when I thought I heard him in my head and I actually really was. And so when others experience this after a loved one has passed, I said, don't doubt it because chances are it could be them for sure, you know? And so you know, you can work on these skills and it can really benefit you, especially when you're grieving. I, I think that's very important information and very important advice um, because, uh, I mean, we, we've had other people on who have, uh, Peter Wright, for example, tells tells people that absolutely go with first thought, first, first, oh, I'm so sorry that my phone does that. Um, so you, you, you can take that out, of course, stop it. Um, start that again. That's very important advice. Um, especially Peter Wright, it's who who we have on often and who works with people who are grieving people who are trying to have, get better clarity with, with, uh, um, uh, past lives and so on says first thought, first impulse, Whatever the first thing is that comes to mind, go with that. And if that the first thing that comes to mind is, gee, I think I heard his or her voice, go with that, develop it, encourage it. Don't say, oh, I just imagined that. And and that's what you're saying, too. I mean, I, I, oh, I think I heard his voice. Go with that. Develop it. Encourage it. Um, because, yeah, you did. <laughs> um, In it. It, it's so important not to doubt when these things happen. I mean, yes. I, I will say doubt and fear will shut the door. And so we have to be open to these things and not doubt it and be fearful that, oh, what are other people going to think? Or did that really yes. happen or whatever? Yes. Yes. You got to keep the, you literally keep the channel open and things can happen for you. Yes. Yes. I mean, if you're the, 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 the child or the loved one that you lost may not be a sixth level being, um, of, of, of Mikey's, uh, elevated, uh, character it may be your own lost loved one. But if you can develop the kind of relationship that Carol and Mikey have and, and be able to talk and, and go out and kayak together on a river and have conversations, what a wonderful thing. You've never lost that person. I mean, that person is still in your mind, even if, if, uh, you know, you can just have a chat. What a wonderful thing that is. So, all right. A lot of people are saying, okay, get to the, get to the questions, Roberta, stop having these, these little conversations. But I just, I, I, I love being part of the fact that you have this ongoing relationship. Everybody can develop these, these relationships. If only they will be open to them as you have been. And I think it's just a wonderful thing, but let's, let's, 
Now, I, I, some people have asked me, actually, why don't you do this live? Why can't people like call in and have questions? But you're very meticulous about this. And you want to make sure that you have time to double confirm Mikey's answers. Because in the beginning, you, you really were not sure. Am I really talking to Mikey? I want to make sure that he has the opportunity to double confirm. And you still do that with these questions. So. Right. I use, I do, when I answer these questions, um, I do that with use of the pendulum also. So for me to um, ask questions, you know, right, right on live would be harder for me because I would have to pause. And just because that's how we do this is I would go to the, you know, also go to the pendulum to confirm what I'm hearing. And so it, it's a process and it would be pretty, it'd be tough to do it live. And that's why I like getting the questions ahead of time so that I can ask them, confirm them and verify. And then I feel like I've got the accurate uh, answer. You know what I mean? I just, I just like, want to be very thorough when it comes to these questions. So these are questions people have um, emailed to me and um, I have sent them to Carol and said, okay, here's our list that people have sent in. And so the first one is this, are there more advanced souls coming here besides Mikey that are trying to help us? And I'm, I have not seen the answers ahead of time. So I'm hearing them and uh, when, as you're hearing them, everyone. So Mikey tells me, yes, there are. And, um, and I think to me, um, being a hum- uh, in human form here and just seeing what's happening with everything around the world, I mean, there are things that are going on and people are trying to help. And Mikey says, yes, there are more. He goes, this is not a one person job by any stretch. And <laughs> he says that it's going to come, you know, it comes at, from all different angles and aspects of the world where there are souls coming and some of the younger generation, he said that are coming will be advanced souls um, to help here because obviously there's issues. um, And he says, it's definitely a group effort and it's not just him. There are many and, and um, we're people are trying to lay the path of, future souls coming that are going to try to help continue to help with this. So it's, I guess you would say it's more like a renewing of things and trying to get truths out there that have been, you know, hidden or masked or whatever. So, okay. Uh, So it's like a a, a team effort at this point. Yes. Mm -hmm. Wow. Good. That's good to hear. It's a little reassuring to know we, we, we certainly are in big trouble at this point. I think we all know that. So that's good to hear. And another question is, is the process of spiritual growth intimately tied with negativity and suffering? Yeah. So this question has been brought up before about the suffering and everything. And, and Mikey tells me that, yes, with suffering and hardship, we learn a lot. I mean, we can learn major, the most important things in our life through the toughest things we can be thrown. So what becomes a big challenge, whether it's a person in our life or a situation that we experience that is just 
heartfelt heartache, very difficult and challenging, can ultimately progress us the most spiritually. We don't have to have suffering, though, to progress spiritually. We can do other things that progress us. And again, Mikey talks about the importance of love and kindness um, with people that we meet in general and in our daily routine of life, how that is also very important as well. Negativity can pull us down. Negativity, you know, how we handle negative situations uh, can pull us down if we get into the negativeness of it ourselves as an individual. So with negative situations, if we can, you know, make lemonade out of lemons, so to speak, that is a positive thing and can progress us spiritually. I'm going to take the example of Hurricane Ian here, um, you know, a lot of people ask about these natural disasters and the trauma and suffering that they can cause to people. And Mikey tells me that natural disasters, as from his perspective, he describes them as an energy event that ultimately can bring a great outpouring of love and support to others that we don't even know. And I think that's pretty obvious when when these disasters happen that are so horrible, people come out of the woodwork that normally don't to help and support people that they've never met before. And this is a big uh, opportunity for spiritual growth when this occurs. And it it brings out kindness in people, love and caring and support. And all of those things are so important for spiritual growth. And so um, that's one example of a situation that involved a lot of, is involving a lot of suffering for people, but what good it actually can bring out of others. So um, that's something to think about. And then, of course, again, with negativity, that negativity in and of itself can pull us down spiritually, but it's how we react to the negative situation that makes the difference for spiritual growth. Yeah, it's something to push against. If we yep. reject the neg- negativity and and push against it, it that can strengthen us can make us can strengthen the positivity in us Um, that's correct yep that's yeah he's always right (laughs) which is one of the things that kind of surprised me very much in the beginning you know how could someone who was only 20 years old know so much but of course he wasn't only 20 years old was he he was a very old soul um when when he transitioned People are wondering, so so how did Mikey die? Well, um, he died as many, many young people die. He died in an auto accident. Uh, it was a it was a, a rollover, or I no, it wasn't, it was a runoff, runoff the road accident. And uh he were there were other young people in the car, and they were, I think, not even really hurt at all. And Mikey was was killed instantly. Which, right. It, um, it was a, well, it was a roll. Well, he did, the vehicle did roll, but they were on a mountain trail 
in Colorado in the Rocky Mountains, and um, they were only going about 15 miles an hour. So they were actually on a trail, but the incline that they rolled down was really not steep at all. I mean, the first reports were inaccurate and and everything, but when we went to the accident site, so his friends wanted us to actually see the accident site so that we understood what they were talking about. And it was just a gradual little incline that they rolled on. It was a fluke accident that they, one of the wheels of the SUV um, hit uh, a kind of a boulder in the path and it caused them to roll. But I mean, it was amazing that they even rolled in the first place. And then of course he was killed instantly and everybody else pretty much walked away without injuries of any significance. So it really was a fluke accident. And, um, and apparently according to him, it was something that was going to happen. I mean, he, it was his time. He needed to exit. He said it was his last exit point. That's Um, correct. That's what he tells me. Yeah. (laughs) Um, We we usually have two or three planned exit points. And I think he is, if I recall correctly, he had one at 12 planned and one at 20. And uh, he was having too much fun. He wasn't going to leave until he had to. So uh, but he was not in the car when when you know his, he had already left his body when it when it died, which is the, one of the reasons that so many young people do transition in auto accidents is that it's a it's actually for people who are wondering about this. It's a very easy way for fatal for people to have fatal accidents. They are out of the body before the accident and they see it from above usually as he did. Right. And so they, he, he felt absolutely no pain or anything. And, and I think that is something important to know um, for people that your loved one, it it seems it's it's horrible. This is something very horrible to go through. Um, But off very often they, Mikey says, you know, we're out of the body. And so we do not feel what you would think you would feel, you know what I mean, as a human. So that um, is comforting to know, because that's Very, certainly one of the yeah. things you think about. Yeah, just in, in case people who are who are just maybe hearing for the first time about Mikey's situation, um, if, if you if you know someone who had an who died in auto accident was, was killed instantly, or were or, very soon uh died very soon after they weren't in the body at the time even though it seemed like a bad way to go it's actually a very good way for people to go if they're going to have uh, going to die young so anyway so here we are another question um how much are conditions like depression and adhd how much do they affect our ability to progress spiritually? That's something people wonder about. Um, If people are depressed, if people have, have uh, ADHD or something else, uh, is that a plan people decided on before they, they came? It, does it make it harder to progress? So I'm going to talk about depression first. So, um, Mental illness, so I'm going to say, you know, mental illness is no different than physical illness. And Mikey says that, you know, they're looked upon the same. So like someone who has a physical illness, 
can absolutely progress spiritually. And the same goes with someone who has mental illness. Now, with depression, certain depressions and anxiety, Mikey says, you know, that can sometimes be a bleed through from a previous life situation or whatever, where we experience things here and, um, you know, they bring back emotions that we have. Um, But um, mental illness in and of itself does not, uh, doesn't make us progress less. You know what I mean? I mean, we can still be kind and loving if we're depressed. Now, you know, again, with any illnesses, you know, you want to seek help for these things. And when we seek help for things like that, um, that helps us gain more um, positivity, you know, because we're not sunk in sadness and everything. So it, it can actually, you know, make us more vibrant or more um, positive in our ways. So that's an important piece, of course, in the factor of the illness. And that goes with any illness as, you know, to seek help and assistance to make ourselves better. Because when we're better and we feel better, um, it's just that is a positive thing. And anything that's positive has, you know, according to Mikey, has love as the basis. And so that helps raise our vibration. Um, these ADHD effect, um, you know, Mikey says that's, you know, how we handle certain things or whatever. Again, with that, he says, we can still progress ourselves spiritually with that. Is that something that we decided to take on before coming here? You know, Mikey says not necessarily know that. I mean, he says, he says he doesn't like when you're in the afterlife and say, okay, I'm going to come and I'm going to have attention deficit disorder. Um, Not necessarily. It can be part of how we handle things when we're in this dimension from previous experiences that we've had here. Um, So again, you know, he says that can have a bleed through tendency um, from previous experiences in this dimension. So can they affect us spiritually? It's it's how we handle the situation, really, you know. Um, and that's with anything we do here, any situation experience we have, and any type of a illness or um, a type of a, I wouldn't say disability, but type of a, a, you know how we handle our situations that we are experiencing here. So we still can progress ourselves spiritually when we have these conditions, according to Mikey. Good. Okay. I, I, I think that spiritual growth is at a deeper level. I, I agree with him on that as well. Okay. Well, here, now looking at the other end of it, um, is, is being sort of habitually in a bad mood uh, and having a strong temper also habitually something we carry with us when we return to the afterlife? We become, we're a cranky soul there too. So Mikey says it's pretty hard to be in a bad mood in the afterlife. 
in the afterlife. So he says, when you get there and you're, you know, we're surrounded by immense love and loving souls that we know, he says, it's pretty hard to be in a bad mood and crabby. So um, he said, generally speaking, no, that, you know, the bad mood pretty much goes away. Um, Our personality traits, how we are, do go with us. Now, you know, Mikey still has a great sense of humor and jokes around and is funny. And so our personality traits do kind of stay with us. But a strong temper and a bad mood, he said, really, you don't see that. And he says, certainly the strong temper issue softens significantly when we're in the afterlife. He says, it's such a glorious place to be with such love and positiveness. He says, it's just really hard to, uh, you, you just don't see that where that type of a thing um, <laughs> carries over into the afterlife when we get there. Yeah, I, I would agree with him on that too. I think most people here don't have a strong sense or a really any sense of just how love drenched it is there. Um, it's uh, It's hard to even describe what it's what it's like there that's why I smile to read that question um it's it's very hard it's hard to be it's sort of like um I mean love fills the air it's it's like it's like a it's like a perfume it's like I I, it's hard to even describe really um what it what it's like there it's it's like it's like the most beautiful music and, and and as I say it's like it's like the smell of flowers. It, it's hard to, and you don't have any worries there too. I mean, my, most people have always got worries in the background of their lives here all the time. There, there's no, there's nothing to worry about there. Um, my my poor mother-in-law who grew up during the depression said, you can buy whatever you want. You don't need money. I mean, uh, and they're, they're, all the worries go away. There's, there's nothing. There's nothing in the background of your mind that that is, that is in any way negative. It, it's quite amazing and wonderful to be there all the time. I can't, I can't even imagine how glorious that must be. Like here and the worries we yeah. have and stuff. Yeah, it would yeah, be just right. Yeah. So, so Mikey is right about that too. Quite amazing. It's quite amazing. And, and what happens to our ego and our fear in the afterlife? Well, Mikey tells me, of course, that, you know, there's nothing to fear there. I mean, like you say, I mean, he says, you don't worry about nothing. There's nothing to fear. It's just, (laughs) it's just glorious. And so the fear, I mean, there's, really just isn't fear like we know fear here it just isn't there in regards to our ego so ego is part of this dimension here um but mikey says you know the one thing he did and he actually talked about this a little bit in his book when we first transition sometimes our ego influences kind of can come with us Um, In regards to when we have our life review, which our life review happens 
pretty quickly after we return to the afterlife with our loving spiritual guides. And it's a that review is a time for learning. So Mike even says, even with that, you know, you, you don't need to fear that because it's a very loving learning uh, discussion experience. But he said, sometimes our ego can, that can kind of still be a little bit present in the fact that, you know, we don't see how we, how that was more of a negative action that we had in a certain experience, or we didn't feel like, well, I don't see how that was hurtful or whatever. You know, Mikey says that that, it doesn't give us a pass on as far as the learning there. He says, we are taught at that point, you know, why it was a negative thing and why the emotions occurred with the other person like they did or in the situation. So he said, you know, you you basically have your ego put in check and, you know, put in a closet basically at that point, because you, you get a better understanding through that learning experience and discussion of why these actions are negative or whatever in the way they are. So he says that is the one time when you may see some ego influences coming through is initially, but he said, again, that dissipates also. Yeah. And, and maybe that would, we should explain a little bit more. Uh, we, we, when we go through the life review, what happens is we get to feel how, our actions in this lifetime made each of the people that we interacted with feel. We, we get to feel our actions in the lifetimes of each of the people we influenced. I know that seems amazing, but that's very, actually very useful because, and this, this happens, we, we, it, it doesn't take as long as it took during the original lifetime, uh, which is kind of hard to imagine, but it's also all compressed um, during our, our life review. So that's a very good point that Mikey makes, you know, maybe, maybe we were doing something which we thought was not so awful, but it, it affected somebody else in a profoundly negative way. And we're, we're sort of defending ourselves. We're thinking, well, I, I didn't mean that to be so profoundly negative. And, and, you know, we, I didn't mean him to him or her to take that in such an awful way. And, and, uh, and, and we're defending ourselves. And, but we, we, we really did affect that person very negatively. And, and uh, the, the, we need counseling then in that situation um, to help us tamp down our negative egoic, egoic reaction to, to our, our life review. And that's a very good point that Mikey makes. Um, we, we, we need to soften our, our reaction to um, our life review. We need to understand that sometimes, um, you know, we, we probably have to look more at how our actions might have affected other people in our lives. And, and uh, that's a, <laughs> I, I guess I never thought about it that way. I, I usually think that the life review is an opportunity to say, okay, I need to, I, I, I don't think about it quite as much as probably I should. There are times when we, you know, we need to, we need to be more kind of, we need to be softer in how we, we handle people. 
we always need to need to think that way. So that's that's right. And, And Mikey has said to me over and over, it's the intent of our actions that is most important because, you know, sometimes we can do something and we mean well by it, but it maybe affected that person in a negative way. And we don't even know that we did that. Now, that's a very different situation versus intentionally being mean or cruel to somebody, you know. So intent is a very important factor, I know, in regards to our actions. And so um, because, you know, Mikey says, you know, we go through life and when we're busy and whatever, and sometimes we don't even realize what we're doing. So um, it's not like we're, you know, we're hammered for, you know, doing something that's, you know, it it has, a lot of it has to do with intent. But again, that review is a time for learning, counseling, guidance, and, and all of that. So, and he says it's nothing, we should not fear it. We shouldn't fear it, but at the same time, it's, it's, we, we need to be open to learning to even to soften um, our, our egoic response to, and, and, and defensiveness, even if we didn't, even if we intend, we didn't intend it to something to affect someone negatively. If it did, we have to be quick to learn from, learn and even soften our our attempt to defend ourselves correct (laughs) correct now the other thing and i know i talked about this on another podcast but i'm going to bring it up again because mikey talks to me a lot about this in in this dimension in this uh, world that we live in if we could have a better understanding or acknowledgement let's say of another person's perspective in the situation that can help us a lot with the conflicts that we have because a person's perspective on something is based on the experiences that they have had. And so my perspective, for example, is based on my experiences that I have had. So that's what gives me, you know, my perspective on a situation and the other person whose experiences may be totally different, they have a different perspective. And so Mikey said, if we can be respectful of other people's perspective, that that can help soften this issue ultimately of the, with the conflicts and everything that do occur in, in life here, you know? Yeah, absolutely right. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we have, we have, Spiritually, it's very important to always be very sensitive to other people's perspectives. Exactly right. No, I, I, I think that um, the more we are pre- prepared for that life review, the, the better we are going to get through the life review. And it isn't so much even getting through it. I mean, it's learning from it. The, the, that's that's, the, that's a very important time. It's a, a very positive time for us to to make the most of this lifetime and be able to grow spiritually as a result of it. And here is an interesting question: Is there a possibility that spiritual beings can regress while living in the world of spirit? So, 
Mikey tells me this is pretty rare. So, um, you know, but when we have, we have potential to like here, for example, if we really botch up here, we can (laughs) regress. Okay. We can regress spiritually. And that goes with other dimensions and aspects where we go for experiences and stuff and learning in other dimensions. So the question really is in that Mike with for Mikey is the world of spirit, you know, is pretty big. So it depends upon what, what aspect of it you're talking about. But if, but if we're in a place in a dimension where it's for learning and challenging ourselves if we really botch up, yes, we can regress. But if we're in the part of the spiritual world, which is, you know, where you're, where he's kind of hanging out, where it's, you know, um, wonderful, glorious, you know, you're doing all your stuff, you're, you know, you're enjoying yourself, you're on a, and just a, you know, on a learning vacation, so to speak, or whatever, you know, there. I mean, in those types of dimensions. We're ha- I mean, we're doing good, you know, so it, it, right. it the, the world of spirit is beyond anything we can comprehend. So um, it depends upon what the what we're doing individually at, at that moment. But I mean, if they're saying the whole infinite world of spirit beyond just this earthly dimension, Mikey says it really has to relate more to what we're working on. But as far as in the realms of where we're just, we're learning, but we're not doing the learning by experience, then it's a different type of a thing. If that makes sense. I don't know if that makes sense, but he says, generally speaking, it's, it's more rare versus like when you're um, in a place like this. Well, is it also true that since we, we know the drill when we're there. We know what's really going on. We, we hang on to our spiritual development. We guard it more. We're, yes, we're, because we're more. Mikey says, when we return, we're much more aware of the bigger picture. Yeah, exactly. And that's so what I'm trying that's, to say. Exactly. Right. So right. that's why he says it's really pretty rare because you have a much better uh, – uh, a much better grip on the situation. He'll say, he always, you know, he never says it's all, or, you know, he rare, he used the word rare for me in this situation because he said, you, you just have a, such a better knowledge of what's really going on. When we come yeah. here, it's almost like we have a, like an amnesia a little bit about it. Big time. Yeah, we really don't know what's going on. We don't we, know we what's think- going on. And so right. when we get there, we do. So when we're there, he says, it's just really pretty rare if you're talking about the spirit world in and of itself, and you're not going out to other dimensions for learning and, and whatever, you know, because we come here to learn by experience in the physical. And again, this is pretty much the toughest school or certainly right in the, I mean, he says, this, it's tough here. It's tough here. Yeah. Uh, and I, the amnesia is necessary, or we don't won't take it seriously. But it's still, there, there's, uh, it, it makes it very makes it very hard for me, for most people. I think um, who are alive on Earth right now, there it's a it's a life sucks then you die sort of thing. Uh, they really don't 
think there's anything that comes after what is a really tough life. And, uh, and that makes it very hard. It makes it very hard for them to, uh, to really be happy. Um, makes it makes life pretty, pretty miserable. Well, I, I don't think we have time to do justice to the next question here, but um, tell me, does he still snowboard this very advanced being? Oh, he, yes, he does, Roberta. He does. <laughs> yeah, you know, so <laughs> does always, I mean, he's still, he's still Mikey. He's still as humble, bumble. I mean, you know, it's, he's the same. I mean, he, and you know, he, Still love, I mean, the music, you know, he talks a lot about music and then the afterlife and just different. I mean, he, he's still very much um, doing his thing. I mean, you know, you loved you, what you love to do, you, you still do. And it's not, I don't know that he'll ever stop doing that probably. I mean, he always talks about how he can't wait till some of his friends show up that he can show them how great this is. So he's not giving it up anytime soon. I don't think. But, but they're, but they're all still young men. I mean, he's, yeah, they're all young men. Yes. (laughs) Yep. They're all young men still. So that's, I mean, Mikey would be 35 if he was still on the planet right now. So, right. Yeah. But do you get the sense that he is enjoying sort of living vicariously a bit through you um, and through his brother? I think so. I mean, you know, he's he's around. He makes himself known. And, um, you know, he does things uh, to get people's attention still. I mean, he's still, you know, big with the signs and different things. And so he likes that. I mean, he, he loves everybody here and there, you know, I mean, he, and he was really enjoying life when he left here. I mean, he told me, and he said, even, you know, to his boss, you know, I think it was the day before, or a couple of days before anyway, that, you know, he was is living the dream. His life couldn't get any better. I mean, he was truly enjoying life. And so he likes check-in and, you know, our loved ones still care about us. They they do. I mean, they come to things. Mikey says, don't think for one minute we don't show up because we do. They show up at stuff. They still want to be a part of, of things in our life. And yet they do their stuff too. But, you know, they can move in an instant. I mean, Mikey says it's literally a thought. We're literally a thought away from them. And it's how they resonate their energy and they draw close. I mean, it's everything's energy and so if you think of it that way it's pretty interesting yeah i it it really is um i mean i i remember how de- when i first met you you were a grieving mother and i remember how devastated you were but um it it is it's quite a wonderful life that you're living now um even though i and and i know you're still a grieving mother but um you, you do have him in your life still. And I think you're quite a model for, for grieving people to see what is possible, how it is possible for you to have your son very much still in your life. 
um, I mean, it's it's something which which I, I think that we we need to have a way for you to teach actually how to make make it possible for 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 someone who has gone ahead to still be a part of your life in a very real and realistic way. Well, um, our relationship it's just different. I mean, he's not in the physical, but he's certainly not gone. And I remember um, when this first, when the accident first happened, I just, I said, no one, I love him so much. There's no way someone I love this much could possibly really be truly gone. And they're not. And I can't stress that enough. I mean, they are not gone. Our relationship is just different. That's all. And they hear us and they help us. And I've told numerous parents this who have lost children. You know, I just, I know they're not gone. I know they're close. I can remember. And I don't know, Roberta, if you remember when I first met you, I'd always take my fingers in the air and I'd say, he's here somewhere. He's here somewhere. (laughs) I just can't see him. And it's true. I mean, he's literally right around me. But I couldn't see him. And um, so they're still very much with us. It's just a different relationship. And if we can become open to that and open our heart to that, it truly can help soften the grief. Yes. And um, Carol and Mikey are are part of Seek Reality Online. And as as we um, are, as the website grows, uh, Carol is going to be part of it as well. Um, Mikey's wonderful book is called Flying High in Spirit, A Young Snowboarder's Account of His Ride Through Heaven. It is the best book of its kind ever written. I can recommend it without reservation. Um, and I urge you, if you haven't read it, give yourself that treat because it is a treat. Um, we have reserved his name um, for a future website. Um, right now, uh, I, I, I feature the, the book on my website and uh, um, I'm doing every, everything I can to promote it because honestly, if you haven't read it, it is a, it's, a, it's a treat you have coming to you and I urge you, urge you to read his book. And we've come to the end of our time. I'm so sorry, but we, we have Mikey back every few months. So uh, if you have any questions for him, um, this is a sort of stump Mikey situation. Um, I don't know the answers ahead of time. And I don't, at this point, I don't even try to find out what the answers are he's going to give. I, I'm long past test, testing Mikey because uh, he, I have never, he has never made a mistake. And you cannot, you cannot stump him. You cannot ask him a question that he cannot answer. So just send them to me through my contact block and uh, he will answer your question within a few months. So again, thank you so much for being with us, Carol. We'll see you again in a few months. Thanks, Roberta. It was fun as usual. We always have a good time. Again, this is Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes, and I'm so happy you are with us today. Please never forget that you are a powerful, eternal being. You never begin, you never will end. And when you really get what that means, it changes everything in your life for the better. Next week, our guest will be our wonderful friend, Sandra Champlain, who will be with us for a wonderful 14th time. And this is 
going to be a very special visit with Sandra. Recently, a beloved friend of hers transitioned, and at once he sent her some extraordinary signs. He's all, he also sent some pictures of himself through Sonia Rinaldi's Brazilian station, and we here are going to be privileged to be part of Sandra sharing these experiences with the world. You're not going to want to miss this very special Seek Reality episode, so please be sure to join us next week. And of course, this week, we've been enjoying visits with our very dear friends Sandra and Carol I mean rather I'm sorry I'm still so involved with thinking about what we're going to do next week with 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 Sandra Champlain um this is I she when she told me what we were going to be able to do and and break this news to the world I I kind of my I had a lump in my throat but we've been talking this week with Carol and Mikey Morgan, and they've been here for the 18th time. There are regulars now, too, right along with, with um, um, our wonderful friend, um, oh, lump in my throat. Um, we, we, they, they're part, Carol and Mikey now are part of our team. Uh, Mikey is a sixth level being, and this is the level of the afterlife just beneath the Godhead level. He had last incarnated in the 1600s, and he was long past the need to incarnate on Earth, but he was becoming really worried about the way things are going here, and you can't blame him. So he took an extra Earth lifetime that ended in 2007 at the age of 20, just so he could communicate with us through his mother, Carol, and answer our questions about the afterlife, which is what he does so beautifully. And he wants us to know what the greater reality is, how it works. And I've tested him so much that I don't even test him anymore. He knows more than I do. Carol swears she never signed up for this, but she did. <laughs> My dear friends, by now, I I just think he's he's some, I want to give him a much bigger platform. And we're trying to figure out how to do that at this point. Mikey answers listeners' questions here every couple of months. So if you have a question for Mikey, just go to robertagrimes.com and ask that question through the contact block. Mikey will be delighted, delighted to answer your questions. And as you can hear, he, even though he's a, a very advanced being, and he probably, like most advanced beings, should not be snowboarding at this point and should not be um, acting like a 20-year-old, uh, he basically is a 20-year-old. Now it's time, of course, to mention the Seek Reality Online is your one-stop source for all things death and the afterlife. Just go to seekreality.com, start to learn for yourself what really is going on, and the wonderful fact that you truly are a powerful, eternal being. It's impossible for you ever to die. Seekreality.com. Your reality actually is eternal. As you know, what I own nonfiction books are liberating Jesus, my Thomas, the fun of dying, the fun of touch, the fun of growing forever, the fun of living together and coming within days, the fun of loving Jesus, embracing the Christianity that Jesus taught and coming very soon. Teachingsbyjesus.com will be a new website, a sister website for seekreality.com. For young children, there, of course, is the fun of meeting Jesus, and you can order all my books through bookstores or on Amazon. The adult books are also available as audiobooks. If you want to talk about any of my books or if you want to talk about anything, just always you can contact me through the green contact block on robertagrimes.com. Just be sure to give me your correct email address. Meanwhile, this has been Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. 
Please enjoy and make the most of this coming week in our one reality, always knowing that you are a powerful, eternal being. You, most of all in all the universe, you are infinitely loved. You've been listening to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Roberta blogs and answers questions at robertagrimes.com. Join us every week as we explore what the afterlife evidence and modern science combine to tell us is true about the one reality we all share. Knowing the truth changes everything.